This Chazor is like Nisha Bachach Shvag Rav Yehuda Mesech Zbavu Kam Daf Nun Vav. Zaktum Rav Brisa says Rav Yeshua says there are four things that if a person does them he's potter from paying in this world, but he's chayiv under the laws of heaven. They are one who breaches a fence in front of his friend's animal, one who bends his friend's grain towards a fire, one who hires false witnesses, false witnesses to testify, and someone who knows testimony for his friend and doesn't testify. Fetmer, what's the case of someone who breaches the fence? If he's talking about a strong fence, he should certainly be chayiv even for paying for that breaking of the strong fence, even on this world. Rather, Zaktum Rav Yehuda must be talking about a weak fence, which is why it, anyway, it has to be any, taken down anyway, so therefore, he's not chayiv over here. Fetmer, what's the case of bending the grain towards the fire? If by bending it to the fire, it was able to reach it with even a normal wind. You should be chayiv to pay even in this world. Mara says, we must say that by bending it to the fire, it was able to reach it with an abnormally strong wind. Or Rashi said the case is where he covered over the grain, in which case the one who lit the fire therefore becomes potter. Friend, what's the case of someone who hires false witnesses? If he hired them to gain money for himself, you should have to pay back the money. Mara says the case is that he hired them for the benefit of someone else. Finally, Friend, what's the case of the person who didn't testify? If there was someone else who would testify with him, it's obvious that he's chayiv under the laws of Shomayim because there's an Isser in the Pasuk to hold back testimony. The case must be where he would have been a single witness. The Brisa seems to say that there are no other cases of someone be potter in this world with chayiv in the deshamayim, but there are many more. There's the case of one who does work with the paraduma water making a puzzle, or at the paraduma itself making a puzzle. There's also the case of one who puts poison in front of someone else's animal and the animal eats it and dies. There's also the case of someone who gives a fire over to a cherishite or a cotton. There's also the case of someone who scares another person thereby injures him. There's also the case of someone who whose pitcher broke and there's just a rabbi he didn't pick up. The pieces, or his camel fell, and he did not pick up the camel, and they do damage. In all these cases, Allah is he's part of him paying bidei uh, adam, but he's to pay bidei shemayim. So why are, we, why are we limiting it to these cases? And for the Gemara, it's true that there are many other cases. However, the Brites focus on these four because we would think that in these four cases, he's not even Chayiv Bidei Shemayim. So the Brites therefore teaches that he is. Why are these different? Because in the case of the breach fence, we would think that since the fence has to anyway be taken down, he should even be part of Bidei Shemayim as well. In the case of bending the grain towards the fire, we would think that he has no reason to think that an abnormal wind would come, and he therefore he should even be part of Bidei Shemayim. According to Rashi, who says that the cases where he covered the grain, we would think that he can say that he was trying to protect the grain by covering it, and therefore he should be part of case of hiring false witnesses, we would think that he can say, the witnesses should not listen to me, and he therefore should be part of even Dei Shemayim. In the case of failing to testify, we would think that he can say, even I would have testified, causing the other person to have to swear, maybe the other person would have sworn falsely, and I therefore didn't cause any loss of money, and should therefore be part of Dei Shemayim as well. The Bryce therefore teaches that in these four cases, he is Chai of Dei Shemayim. Mishnah said, Rabbi said the owner is potter only when the animal escaped by digging under the wall. Fact, what does this to mean? That if it did not dig its way out, he'd be chayiv? What's the case? If it's a strong wall, why should it be chayiv? What else should he have done? Rather, you'll say that the case is where it's a weak wall. If so, why would he be, why is he potter if it dug its way out? This is a, a case of Tchilosib Shia, the weak, there was a weak wall, and and Saifa Behindus, he, he dug out. Now, so this makes sense according to the view that such a case is personal potter, but according to the view that he's Chayev, why would he be potter in this case? And for the Gemara, our mission is discussing a case of a strong wall, and the owner would be potter even if the animal did not dig under it. Rab made his statement on the end of the mission, where the mission said if the owner left the animal in the sun or gave it to an incompetent person and it then escaped and damaged, he'd be Chayev. On this, Rab said he's Chayev even if the animal escaped by digging under the wall, because the entire Higher escape is due to his negligence. Leaving an animal out in the sun forces it to use any means possible to escape. The Mishnah said, listen, listen, chayoven. Once they take it out, it's considered as if it's in their issues for all purposes. Mar said, the case is they didn't actually remove the animal. Rather, they stood in front of it and blocked its path, forcing it to exit in the direction that they wanted it to go. Abaya told of Yosef, the case can also be where the robbers hit the animal with sticks until it went to where they wanted it to go. Mishnah then said, Misara liroya nichnas haroya. 
fact, no whose place does the shepherd take over? It can't mean it takes over the place of the owner, because that was already taught in the previous mission where it says that all shomer take the place of the owner. And the Gemara is talking about a case where the owner gave it to a shomer, and the shomer then turned around and gave it to, his, to the shepherd, which was the second shomer. And it's teaching that the shepherd becomes fully responsible for the animal. In fact, no this means that the first shomer becomes potter, which refutes Rava, who says that when the first shomer gives it to a second shomer, the first shomer remains chayiv. It says, Rav would say, the case is that the first shamer who was a shepherd gave the animal to his apprentice. In this case, everyone would agree that the first shamer is part of it because an owner knows that when he gives an animal to a shepherd, it's normal for him to pass it along to his apprentice. Others say as follows, since the Mishra singles out giving it over to a shepherd and not giving it over to someone else, it must mean that only in the case of giving it over to a shepherd, he's part there. The shepherd becomes part when he gives it over to someone else because it's expected that he give it over to his apprentice. This supports Rav who says that typically the first shamer remains higher. The Gemara says it's not a proof, and maybe the Mishra spoke in terms of a shepherd only because that's the usual case, but in Truth, the same Allah would apply to any Shimer.